moment to myself, just breathe. The way you touch my body is gonna make me come quick in my pants like a jet ski. Something is big under the surface I see you fishing with your hook Reeling it in But I'ma keep it real with how I feel I wanna make a movie where you're the star But here's the deal I want that action I want you to be the other half of this fraction Cause my nut isn't the only thing I want to be cracking I want you to ride me like the screen machine Until you finish Cause you got the flash pass For this attraction Welcome to Six Flags you can always skip the line, fuck these hoes And hit me up when the heart's burning from the most recent breakup They just want a relief like I'm tough acting with tenacity Thanks John Matter, I'm here to relieve heartbreaks I'm just who they hit up when they need to give a heart a break Damn, open the fridge, they make me a sandwich PB&J, I go lay in a hammock Why is that important? No reason at all, I just like to lay in hammocks and eating the sandwich I see you getting jelly though, and it shows The way I break my bread, square cut they uh they call me a Ric Flair cuz whoo I make them panties drop <laughs> cuz I never buy the right size. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 142 of the Often Beat podcast with Clint Nelson. Well, it's certainly Often Beat with Clint Nelson podcast. You get the fucking gist. Just type in Clint Nelson. You'll find the fucking podcast. You know why? Because I'm the only Clint Nelson with a fucking podcast. I guess you could definitely say I'm one of one. Which literally just means one. No matter if you multiply it, divide it. I guess if you add it, it's two. But if you minus it, it's zero. And what's in between zero and two? One. And two is better than one. And boys like girls. And also, girls like girls, because it's see-through. Girl, you're a lesbian. Girl, me too. And uh, apparently, little baby likes to eat pussy. Okay, sorry. Anyways, geez, I always have to make it sexual. Well, I did open with the panties dropping. Uh, but yeah, uh, don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe, follow the pod. But most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between, what's see-through... Suck some titties. Because you know what? Titties don't discriminate. Titties are on every single individual on this earth. Unless, of course, you had surgery, remove some. Men and women, we all have nips. And uh, they make me smile like cheese. Nips. Ah, Jesus. I felt like I've said that one before. But who cares? Uh, uh, but yeah. Recording this at 422 a.m. On uh, May 4th, and uh, Wednesday, May 4th, so uh, I guess you could say there's May come for that, uh, Jesus, but uh, yeah, you know, actually, I was thinking, I, I forgot that earlier, I was like, holy shit, Thursday, May 5th, is Cinco de Mayo, and I actually have the day off, so I'm kind of debating of who I want to Share a $9 fucking thing of cheese dip with and wait 25 fucking minutes outside for. Uh, to be determined. This episode will probably be posted Saturday. I am going to post three this fucking week. I'm going to do it, Clint. Your pods aren't that good to not post a lot. Um, but I disagree. Uh, but yeah. Singing to Mayo. Uh, obviously, it's one of those uh, things that we as Americans have kind of just incorporated now look i haven't i look i i've been explaining the history before i remember in school they actually one day they tried to uh quote unquote you know 
culture shock us. They try to like, you know what? We're going to teach you guys what Cinco de Mayo is. Because, you know, you need to know why you go to these Mexican restaurants on this day and voluntarily wait three hours and make people work 18 times as hard as a regular busy day would be. And it's, it's just a day that's normal, right? Like if you, like establishments, you know, it's a business. You know, it's really, when you think about it, Cinco de Mayo, what we've made in America is really like what Santa Claus has made for all these retail stores, for all this shopping. It is just made for business. And that's okay. Because you know what? It brings camaraderie. Even though the day is actually supposed to be like celebrating, you know, uh, nothing like uh, celebrating, you know, Hispanic heritage and making them work the most busiest, most stressful day of the year for those restaurants. And you're like, yeah, we like you. We're here for you. We love you. But thank you for serving us white people. Because, um, look, obviously, I, but, you know, I don't know. I feel like it's one of those holidays that's kind of waned a lot. Like, I feel like a lot of holidays have kind of waned a lot. I don't feel like Valentine's has like the same, um, it doesn't, I don't know, maybe it's more of you out of it, but even it seems like with the youth, it doesn't seem like Valentine's is really like this required mandate of a holiday. Like Valentine's Day, like typically Valentine's Day, you go out to, you know, every Italian restaurant, every fucking cheesecake factory, every pia fucking Chang's, every semi above dine-in restaurant that someone can reasonably afford but they can't really reasonably afford when you break it down and they spend 80 bucks on the significant other you know when most of them are just going to end within a couple weeks because you know it's the it's basically valentine's like the freshman 15 like you know after 15 days it's going to be over um after the puppy love um and you know there there's actually research for valentine's that people will typically have this high um this higher innate uh, in need without even realizing it months and months before the start finding someone to be with because a holiday like that sticks with your mind. It's like every time around like Christmas, people all of a sudden, you, you know, I, I think it's like Christmas and Thanksgiving is the two days in New Year's, essentially the last three months of the year is the day where the most where the most bums get busted, all right, it, it just is what it is, like, there's, like, a dry, there's, like, a dry seven to eight months, and the, there's this three and four month span, through these peak days, people are getting it in, New Year's, it's because, you know, people are drunk, drugs, everything in between, Christmas, it's because, oh, everyone's home, anytime there's mandated reasons that you have to be home, that you can't use work as an excuse because most places aren't open. You know, it's like, ah, fuck, literally. And here we are. And Christmas, you know, you get that camaraderie, you get that community feeling. And if you're with someone and you don't have kids, you're like, you know, it'd be nice a year from now to have a little fucker to share this with. And then you do just that. And you realize, man, Santa Claus is not coming to town. And uh, neither are these child support payments. You know, because of Santa, it's like, I'm pretty sure all, like, people who want, like, Santa, just, uh, just take care of my child support. You know, I have, have child support forgiveness. Um, it's called kill yourself. That's where the forgiveness is. Oh, geez, that's a dark one. But yeah, like, you know, like, the, there's this thing about student loan forgiveness. 
You know, I saw an article the other day. It's funny how this pod just naturally comes together, you know. Uh, I saw this article the other day, and there's always been this constant debate of, because obviously the student loan forgiveness is starting to actually possibly be a real thing, but of course it's regular. It's not just like every single fucking person that's ever went to school and hasn't paid off debt is going to get their debt replaced. It's more of if you do certain loans and if you've been out of it a certain amount of time and I think you've had to at least pay a certain amount, you can't just like, hey, I'm going to ignore it for the next four years and hopefully they take care of it because if it doesn't work, ooh, you just lost four years of your ever so precious life. And, but you know, it's an interesting subject. Should any student loan be forgiven? Typically now it's like military, like it, there's a there's a checking list of, all right, we'll take care of, which military, which we're because military got gets free education. That's kind of part of the benefits of going to the military. But, you know, um, even if you're like a veteran of some sort. Uh, but there's certain qualifications, you know, I, I, mainly I want to stick to is should student loans be forgiven? An argument could be made, yes. I don't think, obviously, economically, it, it wouldn't do anything better. All it would do is make individuals feel better and have a less stressful, one less thing to stress about in life. But I don't feel like if someone's student loans forgiveness, they're all of a sudden going to capitalize on that and all of a sudden whatever they would have paid in student loans probably now they could use to invest in something and all this shit like now nah, like they probably weren't going to anyways and typically if you want to make something happen you'll find a way even if the odds are against you because you know what even if you got loans guess what they allow you to do take out more loans you have student loans hey it's okay take out this two hundred thousand dollar mortgage just put eight thousand dollars down it will be fine um, it's funny how, cause you know, if they really give a fuck about your loans and shit, they really give a fuck about debt you incur. They'd be like, Hey, once you reach a certain amount of debt, you can't take any more debt out, but no, that makes too much sense. And of course, how would the economy run? How would these businesses actually make fucking money? Oh, that's right. They fucking wouldn't. People make money based off the interest of the debt that you should have not been qualified to take out to begin with, but not the point here. The point is, should your student debt be forgiven? It, you know, there's ranges amount of money should be forgiven. And as I was reading the article, um, it was so it was an opinion piece, and it was very why student loans should have should be banned, why they should be all student loans should be forgiven because. But the reasoning was simply because it should have never happened in the first place. It's like, okay, well, if we're just going to go by that logic with everything, well, it shouldn't have happened in the first place. Yes, but it did. You know what? Most I don't want to keep talking about people having kids, but you know what? Most people shouldn't have kids, but it happens. All right? Most people shouldn't be able to afford an $18,000 car from CarMax, but it happens. You know, most you know, no one would own, 90% of people probably wouldn't own a whole lot of shit if it wasn't for a lot of these debts occurring. And, you know, as much as I shit on loans and debts, like, you know, 
Without it, honestly, most people wouldn't have furniture. Most people wouldn't have cars. Most people, no one would have a fucking house if it was if people were reasonable. Like it's this crazy statistic where I think it's like um, it's it's like above eighty percent of people because I saw the study where it's like people who have bought a home within the last twenty years. Um. And it's something that people that bought a home 20 years ago and today. One, it's like 75-80% don't even live in the house anymore. Actually, maybe not. It's like it's a little bit lower, like 60 to 65% don't even live at the original house anymore. Um, within like three years, there was audits, there was this, there was that, a percentage of that. And basically at the end, 80 to 85% of those houses. People never, no one ever paid off. So they're just standalone houses that the bank had to take care of, whoever they took the fucking loan out. Um, and I guess when it comes to student loans, look, as a, someone who formerly went to college once once upon a blue moon, and uh, we should share one sometime, and I'll uh, tip the cap to you. Okay, and uh, I'll bring the blues out. And we can have some moon pies, baby. Uh jeez. Moon pies, by the way. I I if it wasn't for the name, I, I get the appeal. Like you taste it, it's like a marshmallow, marshmallow moon. I get the like texture. Ah, uh, here we go with the texture. Um But you know, the moon is just one big cue ball with a weird dent in it. You know? It's like if you get hit in the side of a head with a baseball. It looks like the moon just looks like that one area where it's just like a crease. It just kind of looks like, it kind of looks like a, it looks like a car crash, but like a satellite crash. So the aliens like, ah, shit. And they just circumference like 10,000 square million miles of a fucking planet. It's like, ah, shit. And they turn around. But, it's, uh... It's a it's a weird thing to me because it cannot like it it never makes sense to just act like something didn't happen like some like there is a bare responsibility for that you did take it. It's idiotic that they would allow a seventeen or eighteen year old to incur that much debt. But at the same time, I bet that situation will teach you future things like hey, just because you're offered money doesn't mean that when people offer you money or when companies offer you plans and financial options and all this fucking shit that it's in that they actually give a fuck about how it affects you in the long haul. And I do think there's a valuable lesson to learn of that. Now, I don't know who gives a fuck because guess what? In most cases, you're going to have 20 plus thousand dollars of debt to deal with. But I bet you it makes you hesitant to just buy a house loan. I bet you it makes you hesitant just to buy a, just to finance a car just cause. I bet you it makes you think twice about shit. Cause you know, as a Drake, Rick Ross, and Lil Wayne would say, you only live twice. Ah, uh, jeez. Wow, always making Drake references. Say it to my face. Hey, really, these uh, companies, it's nothing but fake love to me. Um, because it's fake love. It's a definition of fake love. Uh, it is, I am going to give you all this currency that you don't deserve. 
I am giving you all this love that you've never had, and I'm taking advantage of your naivety. And just to be like, hey, just so you know, uh, all this wasn't just out of the goodness of my heart. It wasn't just all because I loved your smile. It wasn't because, man, your potential. It was your potential that caught my eye. No, nah, because you know what? They, they they know most of y'all don't have fucking any potential. The potential is literally whether you succeed at st- staying through the process of what the loan offers you. Literally, their potential is like, we know that we're the only reason why most of y'all have a potential to have potential. Think about that. But... There is a a self-accountability that has to be taken place where it's like, hey, you did take out that loan. You did decide to take this money to go to do whatever. And there was other options you could have chose, but you didn't. And what, what, what lesson does it teach economic society where if we just like act like shit didn't happen? What does that sound like? Oh, like... Now in history classes and schools that mandated in curriculums, like they don't like you go to Texas, like they don't want to teach critical race theory. And I'm not talking about I don't really want to get in critical race theory, but, you know, there are the things about which states states will literally dictate how they want to teach history, not just their state history, but U.S. history. Like, fine, you want to teach your state history a certain way. You know, the make your love story a whole lot better than it really is. Whatever. But you can't change U.S. history. There should be some like U.S. history is this national required curriculum where it has to be taught. This has to be taught this. Right? Because if history is all about facts, even though it's not all about facts, it it is like you have to know the facts, but you have to be able to interpret of the reasons and why a lot of shit happens, right? But if you just pretend, if you just act like, hey, I know all this shit happened, but hey, can we just, it didn't happen. No, it did. All right. Um, and that's when you have like curriculums and schools teaching the way they want to teaching uh a avoiding important parts of history because it's uncomfortable such as certain aspects of like racism uh, slavery uh you want to talk about the dust bowl the great depression and shit like that the holocaust uh there there are things in history where once you open that can of worms it is uh and i just don't think like look it's shitty. It's shitty. Like, honestly, that number, the ongoing number where they talk about how much student debt, it just keeps going up trillions and all this shit. It honestly doesn't even matter at a certain point. It's never going to really get back down to even. And that's not really the point. Because once, because here's the thing, like, once you, once we as people realize we don't actually need a lot of these companies that provide these financial services. And when you learn how to make money without these services and these quote unquote brokers and these experts, quote unquote, you start to realize that, man, 
only if we knew, only if we had an education system that would tell us how shitty these people are. How shitty economic... It's almost like, what if a school taught you growing, going through it before you have to make these decisions like, hey, don't take out a shitload of student debt. Don't do it. But somehow... Oh, I wonder why. Because, oh, when you go to college, to a local community college or university, that school gets a little bit money when like, oh, you had this many people graduate the previous year, enter into the fall semester to X university or X college. Oh, guess what? Here's a lot of fucking money. And I was actually talking with a friend about uh, a small, kind of like on a smaller scale. In that, um, the reason why good schools stay good and bad schools stay bad is simply because once the good schools, when good schools have good grades and good teachers and the kids are doing well, high grades and all that shit, and they get good grades in the SATs, ACT, which is really what school is for nowadays, SAT and ACT, when they get good grades on that, and they get admitted to, you know, big universities, colleges. They get paid. The school gets paid from the, the state funding. And the good schools, that keep putting the kids out because the incentive is like, hey, this school's doing some right. We're going to keep, we're just going to keep worrying about these 10 schools in the state that actually churn out valuable members of society. And the rest of y'all like, hey, try to be a rapper. Um, do a podcast. It'll work out for you. Um, and that's why when people say most people just fall through the system, that's kind of what it means. If you don't go to one of these main schools that actually has the access and all that shit, and you don't find a way to get to university, you got to really find a different path. It's just, it's just at a certain point, you're just finding an uphill battle. And that's what people talk about when it comes. And that's why the good school stays good and the bad school stay bad. Because the bad school, like, the kids are going to get bad grades. There's no incentive. School sucks. Teachers suck. Everything about it just sucks. There's no incentive for kids to go to school. There's no... And it's typically in areas where it's like... It's typically probably for not the best environment. So your environment sucks. The school sucks. The teachers suck. The parents or the teachers don't really have incentive to make you do better because it's like, eh, what's the point? Because that's kind of like the reality of what's the fucking point. And it kind of just creates a cycle where the bad stay bad and the good stay good. Maybe there should be like a draft, you know, like a draft, like in schools, like, hey, just have a draft of kids. Like, all right, all the best grades and shit, there's just a snake draft like fantasy football like all right all you have to spread across these shitty schools we have to see how smart you really are um i don't know i don't know but yeah shinko de mayo uh, i 
I'm pretty sure uh, Sharon Osbourne. Uh, pretty sure she takes her maid out. <laughs> for people that don't get, I've made that reference like three or four times. Go look up Sharon Osbourne on the View. It's probably like a clip from a few years back where she uh, when she made a reference about a uh, where she t- where they were talking about immigration and border because I think it was when you know Trump was in office and all that stuff. So of course that was like a hot topic for. 11 a.m. on ABC for some fucking reason. And, you know, I don't know how The View went from, you know, bitching about the Kardashians for 20 minutes of show and sex tapes and, you know, misogyny to all of a sudden now they're talking about crossing borders, deportation and all this shit. Like, oh, seems a little bit out of depth. It seems a little bit like, hey, um... I didn't, if I wanted a view, it would not be from you bitches. Ah, Jesus, Clint, stop saying bitches. But damn, these bitches are fine out here. Uh, But these were not baddies. Sorry, Joy. You uh, put, you put a bay in my heart. And my heart is dropping as I'm doing this. Um, <laughs> but uh, I will give you that whoopee cushion. Because uh, you guys certainly shit the bed on that topic. But anyways. Um, but. she The reference was simply. She made like. You know. If. <laughs> it's like she was on the right track of morality. But. Like, she was morally fine, but she just, yeah, you ever met someone that just, uh, they're like, it's a definition of man, like, you know, they really want what's good, but then they just say their reasoning is the dumbest, it's like, wait, that's the good reason? It's like, you know, I'm really, you know, I'm really against racism. It's like, oh, okay. And like, yeah, because, you know, um, I... I wouldn't want, you know, someone to uh, think, I don't even know, I honestly, I don't even know a fucking thing, but yeah, anyways, her thing was, you know, because who, who's gonna clean, because you, <laughs> who's gonna clean your dishes, who's gonna do my laundry, who's gonna clean my house, who's gonna pick up my dad's opioids, um, <laughs> It's like, oh, no. and in the moment, they're like, oh, no, honey. And first of all, I, I got to say, I fucking hate it. And I don't know if it's like an old lady thing, but it's not even an old lady thing. Anytime, it's simply a slightly older woman when they like, oh, no, honey. But it's one thing to say it like a girl to a girl. When a girl says it to you, when, when a woman says it to you in a type of like, you say something that like, Oh, no, honey, you just don't understand. Like, I fucking hate it, I gotta say. I fucking hate it when some people are like, well, you know, if you know, you know, I guess you don't. It's like, no, I fucking do know. If you knew, you wouldn't be saying dumb shit like, if you know, you know, because there's no explanation in the you know. You know? Okay? Um, It's like, well, I guess, you know, we're just not all got... And, and you, got, you gotta love it when people say... I guess we're just on different wavelengths. It's like, yeah, and your and your wavelength 
is distorted. There's a fucking earthquake of a wavelength. It's the size. It's like boom, boom, boom. It's like people who try to be like, who try to use things like that to try to be little. It's like, well, if you interpret that way, that's a you problem. It's like, actually, no, it's not a me problem. It's literally the definition of a you problem for thinking just because you say something or just because you think you have a greater understanding of something. And first of all, the number one, this is, you know, you you, you people want to be behavioral experts. People want to be narcissistic experts. Just call everyone a fucking narcissist when they don't want to be with you or be around you anymore. It's like, you know what? You know, I'm just looking for positive vibes and energy. It's like, you know what? No, you, you you're not looking for positive vibes. You're looking for reconfirming vibes. You were looking for very specific avoidant of actual decency vibes. I don't know. Sound very specific, but I don't know. But uh, no, I I just hate when someone tries to when people try to when people. Oh yeah, but the number like one of the number one things when you don't really have a valid reason for something is you try to put it back on someone in a generic statement that's not direct or forward. It is a middle like interpret it as you will, take it or leave it type of thing. I, I'm not explaining this right. Ah, Jesus Christ, fuck you. Um, but yeah. God, I just hate people that think they fucking know everything. And this is coming from someone that does a podcast that doesn't know shit, but I know some shit. Um, uh, but yeah, no, anyways. Yeah, no, the reference is simply, she she was just saying, like, if we didn't let illegals cross the border, you know, who's going to do, who's going to do chores? It's like, I don't know, your kids, you had three of them, make them do something. Because you're little, because like, if someone else is doing the chores for them, that's just more time for them to find their dad's drugs. And that's why Jack, oh Jack, he's a fucking jackass. And I'm not talking about the ones that made millions that create entertainment by, you know, hitting golf balls up their balls. But, you know, talk about a not gay if it's in a three-way with a club in the middle and Steve-O, wild ride. Um... It's a, yeah, it's called, you know what, I, I, like, I honestly wouldn't be surprised, it wasn't Sharon, no, it was Kelly Osborne. of course it was Kelly, it wasn't Sharon, Sharon actually, like, seems like someone who actually probably grew up in a reasonable situation, and look, she's probably a gold digging whore, I don't know, but hey, at least she stuck through it, at least, uh, I don't know, like, I don't like classified, but, you know, at least, at least she played the part, at least she was the lead she was the female voice of the household right but it was sure it was kelly her daughter that said this shit like oh who's gonna clean our homes who's gonna clean them it's it's called the grocery store it's called the convenience store bleach like you bleach your fucking hair bleach your countertops and uh don't forget to counter your top Cause uh, drop it like it's hot. Um, yo, 
love on top. Ooh, baby. Beyonce, another example. She's a Sharon Osbourne for a Jay-Z. Well, Jay-Z didn't really do drugs. He was a drug dealer. At least he says so. I mean, I believe it. I'm not trying to. I'm not. I'm not trying. You know how legitimate was a Gallup in the like the real ones out here? Like how how legitimate was Jay Z's drug dealing? It's like, well, even if he wasn't like directly out there dealing the drugs, like you see in these Vice documentaries where they're wearing the mask to cover their face, but all they do is cover their nose and their face. But you literally showed the fucking address of your. Uh, apartment, they literally showed the number on the fucking door, people could figure out the environment, they already put the city you fucking live in, and you, like, I was like, oh yeah, I see this 290 pound dude, with a fucking small mask over his face, and he's wearing a very specific hat, with a very specific shirt, that he's probably gonna fucking wear again, around in the public, so people are gonna figure you out anyways, but, I'm not here to question people's past. Uh, but yeah. Gotta love when people are out here like trying to. Oh, was he really a drug dealer? Oh, was this person really. Was this person really this? It's like. Well, it doesn't really matter now. It's like, but. It, you know, it may bring credit. It may uh, lack credibility in his music. It's like. Not really, because a lot of drugs were dealt. Listen to that music, anyways. It's like if a guy, like let's say Trey Songs. Well, actually, it's not the greatest example. He's like one of the most underrated. Like a lot of questionable things about him, but he's never actually been arrested or anything for that. You guys can look up the shit. He has a lot of uh accusations of sorts media and take that for what it's worth but it seems like a thing in the industry where it's like let's just say when he says you don't think i invented sex there's a reason because he's created a lot of different things (laughs) during sex apparently that um makes makes people feel a lot of things um that's all i'm gonna say about that but i read i read way too much shit as ignorant as I sound on this pod, I do really, I I do look into fucking shit. But no, Trey Songs, you know, he, this man has a lot of shit to his name. And a uh, number one album ain't one of them. Ah, jeez. I don't know why I'm throwing shots. I, I actually, I like Trey Songs. As a Drake would say, um, as Drake once said, my mom never told me, she told me I'd never be, be as big as Trey Songs, but was she wrong? That was just negative energy for the me the feed off. And boy, does Trey Songs have a lot of negative energy towards him. But yeah. But yeah, somehow he's uh, still getting these ladies. I haven't really heard a recent song from him, though. I wonder if that's connected. But anyways. Um, yeah. Tr- tr- but let's just say, like, what, what if we found out, based off Trey Songs' music, that, hey, actually... He's a monogamous guy. What in that he's only been with less than eight women in his life. You know, he's been, he's a pretty consistent. He's always been mindful of women, like people's feelings and stuff. Like, what what if that was the truth? It doesn't matter. Because a lot of babies have been made to Trey Song's music. 
let's say about genuine. Let's say there were uh, differences in his mu- between his music and real life. Who cares? Because guess what? You know what's not different? Oh, oh, all the Valentines that was made to that. All the Valentines playlist full of genuine and Mario and Luigi. Um, that'd be some weird anime shit. It's like some guys like <laughs> the. <laughs> That'd be funny as hell. Like a girl, it's like, hey, you know, for your val, you know, for Valentine's, you know, I'm, I'm gonna make it the most special night of your life. I'm gonna treat you. Just tell me what time, you know. Just tell me what you like. Just tell me what music you like. You know, I'll set the mood and all this shit. And he's like, you know, I really like Mario. And she's like, Mario. Hmm. He's like, oh, okay. I gotcha. And then, you know, she puts on the cassette or through the DVD or well, I don't know what, what the fuck. Like the Bluetooth phone, right? Spotify, we'll just say it. Um, and let's say it's like, it starts playing, baby, you should let me love you. And uh, starts playing, how could you, how could you? Um, and just starts playing Turning Point, just starts playing a Mario playlist. How do I breathe? Uh, I don't know. When your titties are on my face is sweating. Um, <laughs> um, and then he's like, what the fuck is this? And he legitimately gets mad. Like, what the fuck is this? And she's like, you say you want a Mario. He's like, no, bitch. I wanted the Mario Super Smash Bros. theme music during sex. And she'd be like, oh. Oh, and then it just becomes some weird anime shit, like oh yeah, anime sex. It's like, uh, why is Johnny Bravo's dick twelve inches? Um, <laughs> oh Johnny, clap clap, Bravo. Uh, I sent her back with a boyfriend with my handprints on her shoulders because you know I I comforted her. Um, <laughs> that's the, that is the most cuck thing I've ever fucking heard in my life. I sent a backdoor boy from my hand on her shoulders. <laughs> um, uh, Jesus. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, how do I breathe when I'm bombing on the pod? How do I see when your love brought me back to do the pod? Because you said no when I texted you. When do you want to do the pod? How do I breathe? Uh, It's just so different being here. Literally being all alone in my fucking bed. Thinking, god damn. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm not going to be too open in my life. But you know, I recently, as all the jokes as I make about, you know, making, you know, Going to bars and stuff. I don't really go out to places like that. But I have been, uh, you know, putting my hand in the playpen a little bit. You know, I've been going to the McDonald's slide and, uh, you know, letting a little poop slide. Um, Drake shit, but I guess uh, you have to see what's next. 
Uh, we'll see what's gonna happen next, okay? Okay? Because I gotta see your wants and needs. Alright, Jesus. Can I get a lemon pepper order, please? Oh, Jesus. Um, sorry, I just walk it like I talk it. Uh, look at me just giving you all this free smoke, free smoke. Because my passion from miles away. Uh, man, this pod went from zero to 100 real quick. And I'm just trying to catch up. Uh, it is 5 a.m. And I'm not in Toronto. Ah, oh, Jesus. Oh, it just won't stop. Oh, shit, don't ever stop. Hey, I'm a bar spitter. Uh, I guess uh, I'm really elevating this one. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm basically emotionless at this point. Ah. <sighs> If I had mob ties, I'd be dead right now. Um, if you ride or die, you should have been dead right now. Ah, uh, Jesus. I got a dead for you to pipe down. Um, but yeah. Alright, back to the pod. Even though this does feel like it's champagne poetry. Because this pod is the effortless flows that is controlling me. Um, and that's the only thing that's keeping this pod going. Uh, but yeah, uh, whoa, shit, what was I gonna say? Shit, see, I veered myself off track. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I don't know, you know, uh, oh yeah, no, I've been, uh, yeah, I've been, you know, dabbling, nothing crazy. I mean, like, literally, I signed up for an app. I'll just say it. I signed up for Bumble. I guess you could say this is a Bumblebee production. And I'm just waiting to transform her. Or a controller. Ah, oh, Jesus. I just want one dance. Okay. Alright. Sorry. I'm going to stop before the hype gets up. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no. Anyways. Yeah, no. I, I signed up for the app Bumble a couple days ago. And nothing crazy. I had not a single message back because I don't have a good photo. I just used some fucking old photo. I might take one. And honestly, I, you know, I kind of have a theory of when you use these free apps. I, I feel like when you don't pay for it, nowadays they basically hide you from anyone fucking seeing you. Um, you basically have to pay for people to actually see you. And I just don't want to pay 13 bucks to... You know, talk to someone about their hobbies. I don't feel like that should cost 13 bucks. And people are like, oh, well, prices are convers, You know, conversations are priceless. You won't even think about it. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like texting someone while, you know, uh, she's getting the honey sucked out of her bee. Oh, Honey Nut Cheerios. Kevin Garnett, the Carmelo reference. Look it up, kids. Look it up. Um... Back when our rivalries were actually think, and uh, la la, Anthony, oh la la, Anthony, and KG was putting in the work, work, work. Oh my God, Clint, I gotta stop this. Okay, um, but yeah, so you know, I, I I've signed up for this app shamelessly, and I told myself I would never sign up for the app again, cause you know what. For apps ever again. Because I haven't been on one few. But I was like, you know what? I, not even for anything like that. I just want to meet, you know, some people. 
in this case, ladies. Because, you know, I will say, I do miss a female connection. I, and I'm not ashamed to say it. Like, I do think there's something... I, th- I think regardless of what men say, we do need a... We do need a female to actually just, like, talk to. Not, not necessarily about feelings and shit like But just, like, it's different talking to your friend, your guy friends all the time. And just having a girl to, you know, have a different type of insight about things. Or just to talk to differently, you know? A little flirty. Like, I could gay flirt with my friends, right? And it's all joking, but then it's like, oh, man. It's kind of sad because I could be saying the same shit to a girl. And something may come out of it. Um, oh, you want extra butter, don't you? Because all my flows and they all like butter. Ooh. Um, <laughs> and I am not taking you to South Beach at all. Because, uh, Jesus, you're not getting fresh and fit here. Because I'm fit now. And uh, I give fresh as I miss. And I will bow. Wow. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, so I, I signed up for the app Bumble. I don't know if it's actually worth the shit. I know a few people that use it, but apparently there's this weird I'll, there's this weird thing where if you sign up for it, or if you're on it, you you match with the ladies or whatever. But you as a guy cannot message them first. They have to message you if you match. I don't even know if it tells you that you match, because I haven't gone that far yet. But if you match, you cannot message them until they message you. So it's a very woman-friendly app. I'm not getting like, okay, cool. Besides, like, it's like, hey, you know what? Uh, at least, at least, for, I, I kind of look at least for me, like, it's like, hey, they know the deal. Once they open the portal, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, giving them something. Um, <laughs> once they open the portal, it's like, once you open it, they ain't no closing it, bitch. But uh, there I go again. But anyways, and I'm very uh, I'm I'm intrigued by it. I don't you know, I'm not looking for anything like that. Not even anything hookup or nothing. Like I just honestly, I say that, which means I'm gonna find my wife, and then I'm gonna marry her in like four months. I'm gonna take her on a trip, and then she's gonna meet a uh, NFL player, and that's that. And. She made me Tree Songs. She made me Trey Songs. And I might be like, hey, you know what? You're going to have to get Natalie Holloway out here. I have nothing to do with this. May have to Brian Laundry and uh, kill myself after. Um, randomly. That's still a weird story. Like, that, that, that deserves a really deep dive of, like, actual... You know, they talk about Epstein conspiracy. I do think there's a conspiracy with the Brian Laundry and the dude who... Killed his girlfriend, disappeared in Wyoming and all those mountains, all that shit. But neither here nor there. So, you know, I'm intrigued. Like, I don't know what the, I don't know what the, I haven't been on a date in over a couple years. I haven't been with a lady in a capacity in the same amount of time. And, but you know, I just feel like it's time to, you know, I've been open in the past like five or six months. But I was like, you know what, I'm going to figure some stuff out. I haven't figured this stuff out. No. But I do feel like sometimes you just need to push yourself out there, kid, and uh, stop hitting off the t-ball. It's time. It's time to face the guy who throws sixty-eight miles per hour, and it feels like it's like a hundred and five. Um, like the dude who broke the NCAA record for throwing a hundred and five mile per hour fastball. Jesus fucking Christ, kids these days. It's the steroids and the chicken. 
Um, <laughs> it's just chicken broccoli rice, I promise. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, think, I, I don't want to talk about, like, myself like that. But, again, it's my fucking podcast. Why do I always say that? Anyways, it's, uh, it's interesting. Because, you know, I'm... I'm starting to feel more of myself again. Like, I feel pretty confident. I feel like I'm me. And I do feel like, like, you know what? Fuck it. Maybe. Um, but no, I, I, I do think it's important to just start, like, put myself out there to socialize. I'm not a very social person. And I feel like this is a way to kind of get over that hump. And maybe a little dry hump. Bad teacher style. And uh, JT, will you dry hump me? And Cameron Diaz, I don't think he's done a movie since. I guess that dry humping scene really uh, was the camel that broke the hump's back. And I don't think she just wanted to do acting anymore. But no problem with that. But uh, I wonder. I wonder what it will be. You know, I wonder if it's going to be... Because typically these online dates, they go one of two ways. The first time you meet, they're either like so fucking great when you meet. Or they're on their fucking phone the second you meet them. There's no in between. There's no like, hey, you know, we had something. But there's a little nervousness. There's no like, there was some cool moments, but there was some awkward. Like, it's either really fucking like, holy fuck. Because it really is how open the other person is to actually seeing. And when you first meet someone, there's like this... There's this like, ooh, there's this like, I don't know what's going to happen. So you have to be full attention to notice every little thing, urgencies, the spontaneity aspects. And it's almost like sometimes comfort, you know, my my view on a lot, it seems like comfort kind of takes the enjoyment out of things. As weird as that fucking sounds. Because you would think the more comfortable you are, it's on the more of yourself you're willing to be. But actually, I you know, I, I think nowadays... It's more like when you first meet someone, you're actually more comfortable because off a of rip, people are always going to be a little bit more open-minded than when you're around someone like, Jesus fucking Christ, shut the fuck up type of shit. And that's me. And that's why they always end. Um, I do. Uh, and it's this weird thing where I'm intrigued by whenever I meet a first lady on here. And, you know, who knows? Uh, I have no expectations. I, I've, but you know, it kind of, I think it kind of opens up the portal of what is, is that, I think it's okay for guys to be like at their certain point, like, you know what I want to. And I, I think that's why I like a lot of people marry, even when it doesn't make sense. I'm not going to go on about marriage and shit. And stuff like that. Because I feel like that's a way too open. That's a way too open. Marriage sucks type of shit. And I don't think it really does. I just think it really depends on who you marry. Like anything in life. The other constant variable in the thing. Is probably what's going to be the main feeling. Of whatever you potentially have. Crazy thought. But some people just want to be married. Just get married. Because they want everything else. And then they forget like wait. Who did I marry? Um, ah, Jesus, my step cousin, um, sweet home, Kansas, um, <laughs> let me take a sip of my Skittles, 
Well, look, I'll admit it. I'll be a fucking bitch. I, 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 I miss conversating in that capacity with a girl. There's nothing wrong with saying that. It doesn't necessarily mean you desperately seek it. But I do feel like it's it, it can be like a missing thing in your life. And I do feel like some people get married just for simple fact of there's nothing wrong with being like, I want, I want the opposite sex or, you know, I'm speaking traditional here. Sorry. Um, I want someone to speak with and conversate with on the simplest of levels. Even if that's all you end up marrying someone for. And over the long haul, that's the main reason. That's better than a lot of people's reasons. But I I do think just in casually seeing someone talking, I do think there's a lot of value in discussing things with someone, talking to stuff about. Because when you're a very isolated person, you're very to yourself, like everything you think about is to you. So everything is through you. That's why when you hear me speak on this, It's me debating myself, trying to counteract and rationalize with myself and shit on myself for my shitty views. But it'd be a lot easier if I just had someone else here to tell me about my shitty views. And whether it's a friend, a potential girlfriend, or a potential boyfriend, whatever, who's ever listening. It's important to just have someone in your life that naturally, from you know, internally, whether biologically, but, you know, just from a personality to a minimum, we have different ways of looking at things. That's why I think, I don't think the way men and women view things nowadays, it's just posterized at a crazy level that it makes it seem like women are more delusional than ever and men are more into this than ever, when in reality, it's probably always been like that. It's just more published now. Like, a minute, a guy and a girl can have a complete different view of watching the same thing. And sometimes, as a guy, like it could be very hard and be like, "Do you what the fuck is wrong with you? How could you not see this? How could you not see this as just like, hey, this is just wrong?" And like, well, you know, we don't know what they were going through. We're not in their lives. It's like, but he beat the fuck out of her. It's like, well. You know, I don't know, but it, it it's important to have someone like the challenge you. And to me, you know, and I get it aware on people. But I, I I want someone to like challenge my nonsense because I need it. Like I need because I I don't like like the sit with my baseless, the sit with my um stubborn thoughts. Like I need someone to take ten percent of my stubbornness out of me. Like, I just need someone to like listen. I just I just need you to listen to me, bitch. Um, I'm kidding. I would not call someone I love bitch. So that's why you're my girlfriend. Um <laughs> No. But no, like I, I do feel like it's uh it's interesting. You know, it's it's something that makes you think when you start putting yourself and you're hesitant because you're like, Am I really ready for something like that if some were to be more than just like a hey we hung out once or twice at the battery and then I committed battery on that face of hers um and it wasn't domestic because we didn't order domestic beer international baby 
am still light. Um, <laughs> uh, does domestic violence travel with you? Does your record travel with you? Like when you, if you were, if you moved to like fucking Germany and you become a legal citizen, does like your record go with you? Like if you try to find a job there, does your record go with you? Is that only in America? I don't know. This is America. Um, <clears throat> it, well, when you start, I guess, uh, getting back to the subject for the eighth time in a six-minute span, when you when you think about putting yourself back out there again, I, I think I'm a lot more desensitized to a lot of things, so a lot of things aren't really going to bother me or get to me anyways, almost to a fault. But it does make it like, is, is it even worthwhile? Am I really just seeking just that? Like, just, just someone to have in my life to kind of uh, get through a social experiment? <laughs> as bad as that sounds, but I, not that someone's a social expert, but really it's just like, am I just using someone for a social void right now? And I don't know, but uh, it, all I'm doing right now is a massive projection. You know, realistically, like I think I'm, a, I'm a good guy. I'm a decent guy. And any time a guy says they're a good guy, I just roll my eyes. But I'm a good guy. No, I see. I like I'm, a, I'm a decent, I'm a decent dude. Like I, the thing is though, I, I do work. Like I got my own hobby. I got my own interests. I got my own passions, and that with my job, it takes almost all of it, all my time. I don't want like, am I just wasting someone's time if something happens, right? And uh, I don't know. I don't want to bumble onto something like a baby in them that may or may not be me. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's a. Uh, I don't know. Don't want to. Oh, those, oh, those honey lips, those honey pea lips, oh, honey, oh, honey, that raw honey, um, but yeah, which, by the way, like, honey at the fucking stores, like, if you buy, like, pure fucking honey, even at, like, Publix or Crow, you buy those natural, 100% organic, paraben-free, whatever the fuck paraben, how is it paraben-free and deodorant and honey? I don't feel like those are two things that should have the same characteristic as an advertisement as like, hey, it's paraben free. It's like, wait, why are there parabens in honey at all or deodorant? I don't even know what paraben is. Um, And like a fucking 20 ounce thing of honey, pure honey, be like 42 bucks. It's like this weird price. Like you'd be like, like, okay, soy sauce. Okay, you got flour, and then you got this, and then you hit the honey, and it'll be like hot cocoa, three bucks for a box, it'll be like marshmallows, and then you hit the honey, and it'll be like eight bucks, twelve, forty-three, um, <laughs> it's just like this huge spike, um, but, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe the first date. I'll, you know, maybe try something there. Like, first date, you know, take a girl something. Like, I'll take her to the grocery store and just go around. And uh, the first thing I'll do is take her to Honey. And then I could have, I'll just have podcast debates with the girl on the first date. Be 
take her to the honey section and be like, so what do you think? What do you think of these prices? And I'm pretty sure their perspective would be like, well, you know, maybe it's really good honey. And I don't know. And I'll probably say something like, I don't know about you. There's no honey I've ever had that is worth 43 fucking dollars. Honey's honey. You're you're not going to sit there and pour honey straight into your fucking mouth. You're going to put in tea. You're going to put in some fucking water when your nose gets congested. You're going to put in some neti pot to put it through your fucking nose. Oh, honey bear. Oh, honey bear. Like, you're not just sitting there like, you know, you know, it's not like you. I put Polynesian sauce on my, on my meals every fucking night or yum yum sauce. It's not like something you just pour over at fucking anything. It's not an all-purpose sauce. It's very particular. And they're like, Jesus fucking Christ, it's not that serious. And I'm like, it is serious because how you look at this, what if I send you my credit card eight years from now? And yeah, go store, get whatever. And you buy $800 worth of food, right? Because, you know, I got it like that. And then I look through, then I look through the fucking receipt and I'm like, you've spent 43 fucking bucks on honey. I'm preventing a situation before it happens. I'm just thinking about a future, baby. And, uh, got a girl from the South Side. Got hips like honey. So thick and so sweet. And that fucking price is fucking thick, but not so sweet. But yeah, no, Bumble. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm interested. And uh, hopefully they are too. Uh, I'm more intrigued. Like, I, you know, I don't know what to, you know. I, I, I wonder if this is what most people think when they put themselves. Because, you know, I went through a period of life where I was, I would say more of a serial dater. I, I never, I, I was not one of the, I don't, I don't like being with multiple girls at a time. Ah, Jesus, this fucking cuck is fucking pussy. But no, like, I'm not someone, I don't really like doing that shit for a lot of different reasons. But honestly, it's just too much fucking work more than anything. If, if it wasn't too much work, I probably would do it. But it's too much, like, ah, Jesus, I'm already lying to the girl I love. Um, <laughs> I don't want to lie to everyone. You know, I got to have some conscience here. Gotta have some moral high ground. Only lie to one bitch at a time. Um, lady, sorry. I'm really trying to get rid of the word. Especially when they're not. But, it's a, yeah. Man, lying, man. It's a lot of work, man. And look, I don't care what people, all dudes, we've all lied about shit. Some more serious, some less serious. But like, even, even stuff that doesn't matter. Like, you just like, eh, alright. I just don't want to go into details about, oh, you know, have you ever, you know, I remember one time, I'm not going to say who, but, uh, some, someone, a girl I was with at the time and, you know, she, she asked me, would you ever leave me if I got fat? And in my head, I'm like, not really. Like, there was no reason for this situation brought up. Like, she wasn't really overweight or nothing. You know, she's beautiful. She's beautiful to me, baby. You're so beautiful. I just want you to know. You can have my Kraken's box. Um, Even the cinnamon twist, baby. If it's stale, I'll take him back and get a new batch. Um... 
But, and for some reason, I was like, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. And anytime a guy says, I'm going to be honest with you, they're not. Because they would just say like, nah, wouldn't. I'm going to be honest because it's almost like you're being, you have to say it to remind you, to remind you and yourself that I'm about to be honest, even though you're not being honest um, inside baseball there. But I was just like, "Mm, honestly, I don't know. And I think like it became very self-conscious there. And let me tell you, man, she, uh, she kept fit. Um, (laughs) And I don't know why I lied. There was no reason. I could just simply say, no, it wouldn't matter. But some part of me been like, you know what? Make her a little anxious. Give her a little anxiety. Um, make make her on her toes. Make her eat right. Um, you know, I, I, it's like, baby, I'm trying to vent you from being on The Biggest Loser one day. Let, let, let me get your habits under control. Because as a man, I can control I can control you. Okay. All right. Made that reference. But, you know. Uh, this isn't a child's play. It's, you can bounce that shit like, whoa. Whoa. And I was just looking at like. And I just lied just because. But, you know, I'm going to try not to do that. If a girl. If someone says, would you ever care if I gained weight? Or would you ever care if I lost weight? I would just be like, you know what? As long as you don't lose yourself. <laughs> I fucking hate myself. All right, you know what? Fuck it. That's the end. All right, that's the Bumblebee pod. I don't know if that's what I'm going to call this. Probably not. But yeah, your boy's on Bumble. Go uh, swipe whichever direction. Swipe whatever direction it is to send me a message. And, uh. Send it in a bottle, cause that's where all my feelings are, and I just shake my, I just shake that bottle of feelings up, and I'm like, uh, Ace of Spades, and I'm just throwing dice out here, cause as Brendan Shaw would say, like this pod, that's dicey. Ah, jeez. All right, that's episode 142 of the Off and Beat podcast. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, follow the pod, hit the notification bell. But most importantly, suck some titties on Bumble. I make them bumble. You make them move. I make her dance. All right, guys. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Because, yeah. I'm 9 to 5. And you guys are going to enjoy the weekend. Or is it more like I'm 9 to 5? For you guys to enjoy the weekend. Uh, I guess. I'm going to let that one be like SZA. And let that cut into you. That's why the industry is cutthroat. Alright, no friends in the industry. Sorry, had to do it.